on the UB Sports Network, live from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road. This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB Partners, Town Automotive Group, T-Mobile, Comdoc, Pepsi, Nike, Ad Pro Sports, WIVB Channel 4, and WNLO Channel 23. Now, with head coach Lance Leipold, here's Paul Peck. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We are coming to you from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria, and we are here to talk about a very big Bulls win over the weekend against Temple and to get you ready for the start of Mid-American Conference play on Saturday when the Bulls travel to Miami. We've got a great lineup of guests for you on the show here today, but we're going to start it off with Bulls head coach Lance Leipold. And coach, congratulations on um, a, a really impressive victory Saturday. And, and I know we're all sometimes prone to the most recent thing is the greatest and best thing we've seen. But I will tell you, I think that's one of the most impressive victories you have had here in your tenure as the Bulls head coach. You can disagree with me if you'd like to, but uh, I thought a lot of the things that went into that game were pretty impressive. Well, thanks, Paul. Uh, you know, it was just really nice to see the way our guys bounce back after after a disappointing you know performance outcome at Liberty. Um, really got to give credit to our leaders, our, our team as a whole, bouncing back, the assistant coaches, getting them ready to go, and and really kind of taking advantage of, of some opportunities that presented itself early and, and kind of build that lead and really never letting up and, and, and kind of going into halftime with a, with a comfortable lead. All right, let's start diving into a couple of things that happened in the win over Temple. This isn't often where we start, but I think it's appropriate. Special teams and your decision to let a freshman kicker Jackson Balter try his first ever career field goal from 52 yards away may have been the key moment of the game. Take me through that decision. Well, the distance didn't have anything to do with it as much as, you know, we felt both our kickers had had good fall camps. We, we charted everything, and I think within, you know, under five percentage points of each other, it was nip and tuck, uh, maybe based on just a total number of, of attempts. Alex McNulty had played in some a few games last year, still was able to redshirt. We went with him. Alex was one for three down at Liberty. We kind of went through another week of challenges, um, really close, but Jackson Balter won this one, and uh, we, we decided that we let Alex just handle kickoffs and, and give Jackson his opportunity. Each and every game, depending on wind conditions, uh, you know, the kickers give me, you know, and somebody's going to write it on my on on my play call sheet uh, each ha- uh, each direction where what yard line they think they're good from and and it was it was within that and Jackson went out and nailed it all right I, I love how you sort of downplay the fact that he ties the FBS record for the longest field goal and comes within two yards shy of the all-time UB record for the longest field goal but so there was never any thought about boy that's a long one do we, is that what I want to do here now uh, do I want to get him let his first one be a 35 yarder um 
No, because, uh, you know, the confidence is if they can just hit the ball naturally and, and things that we saw with both of these guys. And, you know, you're kind of in that when you're when the ball's at the 35, you're kind of in that no man's land anyway. And we're going to put them out there. And I think one of the best things that we can do as coaches sometimes is uh, show that we have great confidence in these guys. And, uh, and and he and he nailed it, like I said, and did a great job. All right. And Jackson also made his debut as your sort of short field punter, did a very nice job there. Kyle Van Trees, another one of the key plays of the game, that 51-yarder from his own end zone. The punting game it, it had a week where it needed to figure itself out. Do you feel like you're maybe heading that way? Yeah, I, I think so. You know, Kyle's been working at it. In, you know, I'm, I'm, I was really happy for Kyle because he has shown that ability in practice and the way he's been kind of thrown into the position, I think sometimes, you know, it's kind of left on, you know, wonder and he just needed to get a couple good, you know, um, hits under his belt and he did it jackson's also handled some some punting duties he's he's pretty accurate in the, our, our pin punting situation so and I, I think we're starting to grow in that area but like you said we I, I think we took positive steps of not just existing in special teams but actually winning some of those battles with bulls head coach lance leipold this is the ub football insider show from santora's pizza pub and grill on millersport highway we're wrapping up the bulls win over temple on saturday 38 22 in a moment we'll get you ready for next week's game saturday at miami in oxford ohio a noon kickoff that you can hear right here on espn 1520 and see on espn all right then let's flip it to the defense that forces four turnovers holds Temple to just 31 yards rushing and just two of 16 on third down and uh, oh by the way does it without two of your key players in starters Gaddafi Wright and James Patterson uh give me a sense of the defensive effort and how pleased you were there very pleased because you know without James and Gaddafi Gaddafi's been out for a while Jay Harrison steps up and plays his most football um, at linebacker in his career, about 35 snaps. We use some different packages, um, you know, with more defensive backs in there, use Joey Banks in some different roles. But as a, as a whole, you know, I thought the linebackers did a good job. We had talked, you know, Sunday and Monday as a staff that we hadn't had any interceptions yet this year. We weren't really creating turnovers. Those things, sometimes they just happen in, in you know, bunches. And sure enough, you know, we, we, get, one, we get one early, um, you know, a pre makes a great play, Deb Russell makes a play, and then, of course, Joey Banks gets one that goes all the way to the house. And then, of course, we uh, Ladarius Mack comes up with the big strip sack. So all those things kind of coming together, um, you know, the, besides their their bad snap on the punt, all of a sudden a lot of things were happening in a short period of time. For the three interceptions uh, the mentioned by the players that Lance mentioned, Joey Banks earning Mac East Defensive Player of the Week for his outstanding performance of six tackles and that interception. Matt Otwanowski leads in tackles with nine. Tim Terry played very well in his, one of his first real significant chances to get in there and run around. So it was a good defensive effort. Offensively, I thought the interesting thing was, you know, again, Temple knew you wanted to run. You knew you wanted to run. As the game evolved, there was no question you were going to run. They couldn't stop that. Your offensive line was dominant enough to help you run for 217 yards. Tomas Jack Cordilla coming up in one of our later segments here. We'll talk about the ultimate pride for an offensive line is that when you could see it in the eyes of the defense did you sense a little bit of that I don't know about sensing what they had but we knew that we were going to have to run the football the the game plan was we we try to establish the run try to keep keep the game as close as we can 
used the play clock the best we could to try to get it into the fourth quarter, make it a fourth quarter game, find a way to win it at home. Game played out differently that we end up with uh, – uh, you know, multiple score lead. So now you even want to continue to 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 uh, you know run clock and do those things. And and that's what you're saying is that they know you're going to run it. You're, you're trying to do some things. We have a 14 play drive, 80 plus yards. I, I think right before the half, I think that was really a telltale sign about what the job the line was doing. With Bulls head coach Lance Lipo, this is the UB Football Insider Show from Santoris Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. I want to give you a take you in a, give us a little bit inside the coaching um, uh, decision making. Early in the game, you struggled a little bit to run. Uh, they were allowing their linebackers to really run free, and they had Temple's very good linebackers. You seemed to make a shift about the second quarter where you started to use Jake Molinich as a H-back and in motion and a movement guy to try to get in the way of those linebackers. Take, take me into the decision that makes that happen. Well, one, one thing is that, you know, through Jake Molinich having to play with the injuries to our other tight ends, you know, he, he's, he's more like a fullback. We can do something. Sometimes it's, you know, it's, it, it, it's either one or the other, Paul. Sometimes if you line up and you know where everyone's going to line up, then, then you have a better chance to block them. Sometimes, because distorted looks, when you put guys in motion, sometimes they're adjusting as well, and it kind of changes angles for everyone. We just felt we could do some things, move, move Jake around, give him a little bit more, some angles for him in various ways that we, we use Jake. And, and the more he's played, the more the speed of the game, he loves the contact part of it. <laughs> I was going to say, telling him to go hit <laughs> yeah. somebody is not that, really that, that's a big not the stretch, problem. It? It, <laughs> but there are some times with with you know, last week he had people kind of cross his face a little bit, beat him. He had one early in the game when we did put him in motion. A guy kind of beat him around. But uh, all those different ways can give us a lot of bit, a lot of flexibility. It changes the formation strength. It does some things that allows us to uh, to utilize him and and, and be be efficient. All right, so the, the Bulls are the number two ranked MAC rushing offense, top 35 in the country. And as we talked about the defense, number one in the MAC in total D, number one in rushing D, 16th in the country in rushing D. So a lot of things are happening on those lines of scrimmage. I know that makes you happy. Yeah, we, we feel both lines. I think we've said this every week now is, is one of the strong points of our team. If we can stay healthy in those spots, uh, the experience in the way those guys have played, um, especially in the defensive line area, defensive tackle area. You don't talk about those guys a whole lot, but we've been able, we, we feel, to, to win those battles at the line of scrimmage, and that's always going to give you a chance to win. Thanks, Coach. It's a big one on Saturday as the Bulls begin Mid-American Conference play against the Miami Redhawks. That's a noon kickoff on Saturday from Oxford, Ohio. You can hear it right here on ESPN 1520. You can see the game on ESPNU, and you have the ability to sync up our broadcast on ESPN 1520 with the TV broadcast on ESPN you and get your best coverage of the Bulls. We'll talk with Coach about the Red Hawks. Get the scouting report on that when we return. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. Game day returns to UB Stadium on Saturday, October 5th when UB hosts Ohio for the annual homecoming game presented by Town Auto. Before kickoff, enjoy a Tayway concert by Nerds Going Wild, food trucks, kid-friendly entertainment, and more. Kickoff is at 3.30 for tickets. Call 1877-UB-THERE. Visit UBBulls.com. The fall sales event is on at Town Hyundai. This month, lease a new 2019 Sonata SE for $189 per month. That's right, only $189 per month to include America's best 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty and Hyundai Assurance. Visit townhyundaibuffalo.com. 36-month lease and 10,000 miles per year. Zero down plus taxes, first payment, and fees due at least signing. Please be responsible for maintenance and excess wear at least end. Interest rates and payments on approved credit. Offer good through 930-19. We love our town. 
Field IMG College Directors Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through the directorscup.com, USA Today, or L Directors Cup on Twitter. Learfield IMG College Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. Whether your project is above ground, below ground, or you're just breaking ground, United Rentals has the equipment and tools that you need. We rent and sell everything from forklifts and backhoes to scissor lifts and generators. We also offer a complete range of industrial tools for any job, small or large. Count on United Rentals for the world's largest rental fleet, backed by a team of equipment experts ready to help you get the job done. Located on Transit Road in Williamsville, call 716-565-1330. This is Thurman Thomas. I love to score on the field, and my family scored big time with Dr. Todd Shatkin at the Aesthetic Associates Center. Hi, I'm Dr. Todd Shatkin. Your smile is your number one asset. If you have one or more missing teeth or suffer from loose dentures, Mini Dental Implants is the solution to your problems. They're less invasive, less discomfort, less healing time, and half the cost of the old-style implant. For a Hall of Fame smile, go with the pro. Dr. Todd Shatkin at the Aesthetic Associates Center. Call 839-1700, online at drtshatkin.com. Let me tell you a thing or two about the people who don't compromise. They love Pepsi Zero Sugar. Why? Because it's got all the flavor and zero the sugar. How's that for not compromising? They're the sort of person that likes surf with their turf. And the drink with their feast? Yeah, they have a Pepsi Zero Sugar. The person who doesn't compromise loves a good golden doodle. All the golden retriever goodness with just a hint of doodle. And when they're bringing said golden doodle for a walk, they bring a Pepsi Zero Sugar. Pepsi Zero Sugar. All the flavor, zero the sugar. Game Day returns to UB Stadium on Saturday, October 5th when UB hosts Ohio for the annual homecoming game presented by Town Auto. Before kickoff, enjoy a Tayway concert by Nerds Gone Wild, food trucks, kid-friendly entertainment, and more. Kickoff is at 3.30 for tickets. Call 1877-UB-THERE. Visit UBBowls.com. Welcome back as we continue to roll on with the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We're coming to you from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. The Bulls are 2-2. Two and two. Non-conference play is over with. Just give me a quick assessment on those first four games as you shift gears now to MAC play. Well, it's been an interesting non-conference. You know, you, you play the FCS school. You get the kinks out, so to speak, kind of see where your young players are at. You go play a very challenging game that at two opposite halves, so to speak, and we played extremely well there for 30 minutes. We lay an egg, you know, so to speak, at, at Liberty, and now you bounce back. So now, now we kind of see if we can build the consistency off this win that we're striving for. All right, so it starts MAC play on Saturday when the Bulls go to Oxford, Ohio to take on the Miami Red Hawks. That's a noon kickoff. Let's dive into the Red Hawks. It's this week's Keys to the Game, presented by Town Chevy Buick Cadillac, the official auto partner of UB Athletics. We love our town. The Miami Red Hawks are 1-3, and, and Coach, I'm anxious to hear you tell me the answer to this question. What do you know about them based on who they played? They beat Tennessee Tech, an FCS team, then lost to Iowa, Cincinnati, and Ohio State. Is it hard for you to get a gauge on what the Red Hawks are? I don't know, really. I, I think, you know, I've been impressed. You know, you, you take a true freshman quarterback and you go to you go to Iowa City to open up this, uh, the year and, and to watch the way they played and, and battled them, you know, really for three quarters. Um, again, Chuck Martin, his staff, done a great job. They've recruited well over the last five years. 
Um, they've always played one of the more challenging non-conference schedules in our in our conference. But yet at the same time, no matter what that record has been, he's always had them readied and, and pay competitively and play successfully in, in conference play. Um, you know, good team speed, like the length. The Ohio State game, you can almost like – you know, flush out of it. They held five, six guys out of the game, um, took the quarterback out in the second quarter, you know, played played multiple people. So, um, you know, the Cincinnati game is very close. That's a rival game for them. You know, you know, besides UCF in the American Conference, you're going to talk Cincinnati, Temple, and Memphis are some of the best. And, you know, so, again, a very challenging deal. And, uh, you know, it'll be a big challenge to go to Oxford for us and play well on the road to open up conference play. In the preseason polls, uh, and one of them within the MAC, your guys were picked to finish second in the division. The other one had Miami picked to finish second. Flip them the other way. There's a lot of similarities between these two teams. You're kind of on the same time frame with head coach Chuck Martin and building the program. Um, they're sort of they lost a, a, a kind of a big time leadership in their quarterback from last year and one of their linebackers uh, from last year and some really key veteran players. So it, it, as you start to look at Miami. You do see sort of a lot of parallels. At least I do. Do you? Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. Uh, you know, we we all both have our obstacles to work through, whether it be with personnel or or whatever that that we're working through each and every season. I thought last year's game was also a good indication of that. It was an excellent football game, high scoring. Um, you know, went down to to the end, and we we're able to pull away with victory. And and I'm sure that's something they're they're going to look at. Um, schematically uh we're both very multiple on the offensive side um you know we 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 both stick to what we're going to do philosophically defensively and and uh they they've been very creative in special teams and doing some other things have an excellent return man and we've got to find a way to neutralize that all right a couple of key personnel uh on miami to ask you a little bit about you brought up freshman quarterback brett gabbard he is the brother of nfl quarterback blaine gabbard uh you know so here's a matt even though he's a true freshman and matt myers has been here as a redshirt freshman it's a freshman quarterback matchup uh similarities at all between the two yeah i think so because i think they're they're two young men that that have great composure for for their youth uh in the college game and their lack of starts both have strong arms, have the ability to run. Um, you can tell that uh, they're they're confident in their abilities. Uh, Gabbert's been to, to me very impressive. You can you can see he's been around the game though. You can just by how he handles himself um, to go like I said into two Big Ten stadiums. Um, never seemed uh, you know at least off a of film. Um, any any issues of, of cadence, anything a command of the huddle, any of those things that uh, that sometimes may happen early in the year. Um, he's done an excellent job, so it'll be a big challenge. Got a couple of really good players on their defensive line. That appears to be the strength of their defense. Doug Costin, the defensive tackle and all-Mac guy. Cameron Butler, uh, one of their better pass rushers. Give me a sense of what the challenge might be for your offense this week. Yeah, you kind of said it. Those are two of the best in the MAC. You, you can see it on film. They picked up where they left off last year. One interior, one one on the outside. Um, can you know? Um, play the run and the pass extremely well. They rotate some other guys in there. Um, that's going to be a big challenge for, for our offensive line and you know, you know who's been challenged a lot here in these first few weeks. Well, it all starts with a good Mac East battle. There's been some great games over the years. You alluded to last year's 51-42 win over Miami. It's always been a good, fun rivalry. It starts Saturday, a noon kickoff uh, at Oxford, Ohio at Jaeger Stadium, ESPNU for the TV, ESPN 1520 for the radio as the Bulls get going in the Mac. Want to 
wrap up, Coach, with asking you about uh, our next three player guests that you know, that everyone will hear on the show. Just quick thoughts on each of them. We're going to talk with Ladarius Mack, Tomas Jack Cordila, and starting cornerback Apri Washington. Well, Ladarius, you know, he, he just he continues to improve on a daily basis. His confidence, his comfort level at defensive end. Um, you know, uh, obviously everybody talks about Khalil, but you know how he goes about his business is such a, a great uh, example for guys in our program. He's quiet but enthusiastic at the appropriate times, and he's definitely one of the hardest workers within the program. Tomas has been around almost as long as any player in our program. Started about halfway through his freshman year. Uh, he's been a consistent player, highly mature player, um, you know, and uh, he's been one of the, the anchors of that offensive line and, uh, you know, really played for me one of his better games on, on Saturday. A pre-Washington, we talked about the interception, a competitive guy, you know, much out of the same cut as, you know, Cam Lewis was for us, and he continues to get better with the time he has on the field. As we were watching, I just started watching last year's game before we we started this, and uh, you know he's on the field against Miami last year, so he, he again he'll be ready. All right, that's Bulls head coach Lance Leipold getting you ready for a big one Saturday against the Miami Redhawks. Our keys to the game presented to you by Town Chevy Buick Cadillac, the official auto partner of UB Athletics. Coach, uh, good luck out in Oxford, Ohio on Saturday. We'll see you there. Thank you very much, Paul. All right, that's Bulls head coach Lance Leipold getting you ready for a big one and recapping a big victory for the Bulls this past Saturday. We will dive into our player interviews, and we'll start with Ladarius Mack. That's next on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG college bulls fans visit wnyautocare.com to locate the finest neighborhood automotive repair shops in the buffalo area all of these independent and family-owned repair shops are held to the highest standards of training and use the best parts for each job at all western new york auto care shops we make sure that every job is done in a friendly atmosphere and offer peace of mind with a two-year twenty-four thousand mile warranty visit wnyautocare.com today to see what sets our auto repair centers apart from the competition the reason Losi and Ganji grows every year is because they focus on your personal care. Jeff Ganji of Losi and Ganji. In 2018, we obtained over $22 million for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Not only do we assure our clients receive the maximum settlement for their claims, we make sure the small details are handled properly. For workers' compensation and personal injury, call Losi and Ganji at 854-1446 or go to losi-ganji.com. Losi and Ganji, working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Past results do not guarantee future outcomes. Autobahn Women's Medical Associates provides comprehensive care, including on-site sonography, mental health counselors, and a health and nutrition coach. Located on the corner of Millersport Highway and North Forest Road, we are just minutes from UB. Our dedicated practice of women taking care of women are committed to helping you achieve maximum health and wellness. Schedule an early morning or late afternoon appointment. We even see patients on Saturdays. Autobahn Women's Medical Associates, the largest private OBGYN group in the North Towns and a proud partner of UB Athletics. Most of my family, they never graduated high school, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I see the future is really bright for me. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. 
tired of spending hours in a crowded ER waiting room? Kaleida Health has the solution. Emergency room online registration. And it's reinventing the way patients access emergency care. We all know that hospital waiting rooms aren't the most comfortable places to be. And that's why we offer online registration for non-life-threatening conditions. Check in for your projected treatment time at kaleidahealth.org, arrive at DeGraff Memorial Hospital or Millard Film or Suburban Hospital at the time you chose, and be seen promptly. Do your waiting at home and not the ER. Kaleida Health. We see more than patients. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. Save by the Scan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. We continue from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's Buffalo's original pizzeria. Looking back at the Bulls' big 38-22 win over Temple. Getting you ready for Saturday's game at Miami. A noon kickoff against the Red Hawks. One of the stars of the game in the win over Temple was Bulls defensive end Ladarius Mack. He got his third sack of the year. That is the team lead, but that sack and force fumble was one of the key plays of the game, and that's where we start off our discussion with Bulls senior defensive end, Ladarius Mack. Well, Ladarius, let's start with uh, one of the biggest plays of the win against Temple. Take me through that third down strip sack, and not only how you were able to get there, but the significance of what that play meant. Um, I just knew that we needed to change the game, and uh, I just... Went as fast as I could and got there. And uh, the rest is, um, I really don't know. It's history. I got you. It's good history. (laughs) Are you looking to take the ball out on a play like that? Always. That's that's my my first intention to get the ball out. That's all I think about, turning over the ball every play, every, every chance I get, get the ball out. When you first got here, you were a linebacker, and then last year the shift kind of gets made to more of a defensive end. More, you know, however, in the, in the modern football, linebackers and defensive edge guys is kind of the way we do it. How big of an adjustment was that for you, and do you feel like you're almost all the way there in, in being locked in at that spot? Uh, yeah, it, it was actually more simpler for me. Um, yeah, I, the adjustment was very easy, uh, setting the edge, rushing the edge. Yeah, it was, it was a very easy adjustment for me. One of the uh, one of the interesting things I think is the fact that it, it, you were named a captain this year, one of the Bulls' five captains. Um, you're not a full time starter for whatever that that doesn't mean anything about whether you're worthy of being a captain or not. But maybe some of us on the outside were surprised. Were you surprised at all that you're one of the captains on this team? Uh, it was it was it was sort of a shock, but um, I wasn't because I I was always the type of guy to lead by example. Uh, uh, whatever I do, I, I I'll show I'll show you first, and I'll set the standard, and that's what I expect from the rest of my teammates. You you may not be the most vocal guy on this team, right? I don't think you'll admit that, and we don't mean that in any negative way. But it doesn't that doesn't have to, you don't have to be that to be a good captain, do you? No, you you don't. You just you just show up, you do everything right, and that can go a long way, and guys see that. 
Um, doing everything right, I think, for everybody always comes from kind of your family and how you were brought up. And we know you have a strong family, both literally and figuratively, when it comes to the word strong. So how important was growing up amongst the people that you did to make you the person you are now? Uh, my dad was a guy who was always about discipline. Maybe the strongest man I have yeah. ever met, by the way. Yeah, he <laughs> he was all about discipline, everything, discipline, yes, sir, no, sir, do everything right even if you mess up, correct it, find a way to fix it. And uh, that's just how I was raised. Yeah, you had older brothers that passed that down to you too, didn't they? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, from their mistakes, yeah. Right. Uh, growing up in Florida, down there in the, in, in the areas that you did, you know, around Fort Pierce and everything, what was it like growing up in, in, in a great athletic-inspired area? Oh, man. <laughs> it, started, it, was, it started off rough, but... Uh, Feel me, you go through things in uh, life. Uh, I, I guess having great parents allow allow uh, opportunities later down the line for my brother and myself. So um, it, it started off rough, but it, it, it's going in the right direction right. now. So after high school, you wind up at ASA Junior College down in Miami. Uh, what did you learn about yourself? You know, junior college can be tough. It's it's one of you better learn a lot about yourself, right? Yeah. Uh, well, that that was a process where I was trying to figure out what what I wanted to do and who I am, and um, uh, what what one thing I knew I, I love basketball, but uh, somebody somebody told me, oh, you could never you could never be a football player. And that just sparked everything. So I, I, I asked them if I could play, and the rest is history after that. All right, speaking of basketball, anybody that you ask around here says that if there's a top two or three basketball-playing football bulls, are you on that list? That's what I hear. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. What is it about that sport, not only that you love so much, but maybe has helped make you a better football player? Um, Honestly, it was a lot of conditioning in that process, just running, and my. I guess I was just always in shape, and um, I always had the hops. You know, I was very <laughs> athletic, can jump, can run, and uh, change direction. So that that translated pretty good on the field for me. Who who are the top other two or three basketball playing bulls? Oh, I I have to go with Dom and Coyote. All right, well, good call on the Dom. That's an easy call, right? So, yeah. <laughs> um, so as we record this interview on a Monday here, it, it occurred to me that Khalil and the Bears are playing Monday Night Football tonight. So, do, how much will you watch? And do you watch differently when he's playing as opposed to a lot of other people? Oh yeah, I I try to I try to see th- I try to see things he do wrong. That way, <laughs> are there any things that he does wrong? Uh, it's rare. It's rare. It's very rare. But yeah, yeah. How, how much have you learned from him? Whether it's watching him play or literally the ability to call up the world's greatest pass rusher and say, "What should I do here?" Um, I always, I always hit him up about little things, uh, technique wise, hand placement, uh, get get off the ball, how to defeat the double team. Like the minor things that uh, excel my game, and um, yeah, that's pretty. I, I'll hit him up about that thing, but normally we talk about regular stuff. Right, yeah. um, and because he's a typically quiet member of the Mac family, we may never hear him say this. But how proud do you think he is of you? Not only the player you've become, but to be able to do it at a place like this. Uh, it's hard to say right now. 
he he's definitely showing showing some, but uh, he 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 expects more from me, and uh, I I'll never. I honestly, I don't, I don't think I've done nothing yet, and um, my, my goal, my my vision is to uh, do much much more for this program. Well, based on what we've seen so far, that's nothing but exciting to think that there's a lot more coming for you, Ladarius. Congratulations on the start of the season, and we're looking forward to seeing you even do more good stuff. Yes, sir, I appreciate it. You heard Ladarius Mack talk about how much he enjoys playing basketball. Well, we're not that far away from UB basketball season. Season tickets are on sale for the men's and women's teams that are going to get started practicing, I believe, officially this week and then get going on their season in just a couple of weeks. We've got more football to talk. We're going to talk to one of the members of the Bulls' dominant offensive line when the UB Football Insider Show continues from Learfield IMG College. We're, we're, we're excited. Bills fans, 2019 single game tickets are on sale now at buffalobills.com. Be there as we celebrate 100 years of NFL football and the Bills' 60th season. Respiratory Services of Western New York is a locally owned and operated company. Started in 1997 by Michael McCartney, a respiratory therapist. We are proud to service over 12,000 patients from Buffalo to the Syracuse area. We are proud to be the official sponsor of respiratory and home medical equipment and supplies for UB Athletics. Winner of HME Excellence Award, Fast Track, and one of the best places to work in Western New York. Come and see the difference. It's summer, but winter is on the way. And with that comes allergies. Here's Tropical Heating's president, Jerry Paleo, to tell you about his latest offer. Right now, you can get a free furnace with the purchase of high-efficiency air conditioning. That's right. If you purchase your central air by the end of the month, you'll get a new furnace for free. That's a $2,500 value. And here's something else to sweeten your deal. If you purchase your high-efficiency air conditioner and get your free furnace, Jerry will give the first 10 callers a free duct cleaning. That's right, free duct cleaning. That's an $800 value. Hurry, offers end August 31st. Call us today at 870-0753 and experience the tropical tree. Make your home your personal paradise with Tropical. Tropical. Ooh, so cool. Tropical Leading and Cooling. Call 870-0753. Tropical Leading and Cooling. The fall sales event is on at Town Hyundai. This month, lease a new 2019 Sonata SE for $189 per month. That's right, only $189 per month to include America's best 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty and Hyundai Assurance. Visit townhyundaibuffalo.com. 36-month lease and 10,000 miles per year. Zero down plus taxes, first payment, and fees due at least signing. Please be responsible for maintenance and excess wear at least end. Interest rates and payments on approved credit. Offer good through 93019. We love our town. Bulls fans, come hungry to Stampede Square this year and be sure to visit our food trucks located next to the Tailgate Concert Series for the first four home UB football games. Food Truck Row's starting lineup will include Loy's Taco Truck, the Cheesy Chick Food Truck, the Flaming Fish Food Truck, as well as the Big Blue Food Truck. Food Truck Row is a great addition to UB's already spectacular tailgating experience, which includes live music, inflatables, and much more. So come early and hungry to UB Stadium this season. excited bills fans 2019 single game tickets are on sale now at buffalobills.com be there as we celebrate 100 years of nfl football and the bills 60th season 
Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway, Buffalo's original pizzeria. We continue to look back at the win over Temple, get you ready for Saturday's game at Miami. Don't forget, homecoming is a week from Saturday when the Ohio Bobcats come to town for a 3.30 kickoff. Stampede Square gets opened at 12.30, 1.30. Nerds gone wild. Take the concert stage to get you ready for the annual showdown with one of the best teams in the Mid-American Conference. Bulls senior offensive lineman Tomas Jack Cordilla knows what, it likes, what it's like to play against the Bobcats and the Miami Redhawks. And he certainly is beaming from the outstanding offensive line performance in the win over Temple. We check in and learn a little more about the Bulls' senior offensive guard from Montreal. Well, Tomas, let's start by talking about the win over Temple um, over, overall-wise. How important was that victory? How much can that be a victory that you guys will look back on throughout the rest of this season and draw some inspiration from? It was a great statement win coming back at home. Uh, after dropping two on the road, we wanted to make sure that we secured our home uh, field advantage and then we gave the UP fans uh, a great show, but also then knowing that we have a game to win and just like every other game, it's the most important game because it's right now. And so we wanted to secure the win because it was the team that was up in front of us and we want to beat any challenge that we face. You know, coming off the disappointing game at Liberty, I think there were maybe outside this locker room some people that were a little down on you guys and then all of a sudden they see what Temple does the week before and you know was, was there some thinking that people were either underestimating you or did you have some doubts in your own mind about how this team could get back to where it needed to be I felt as though we dropped Temple we should have won that game we didn't come uh, into their stadium prepared enough uh, to win that game that day mm-hmm. but we knew that we needed to continue the season uh, going upwards and beating Temple was the first way we could do that I thought the interesting thing about the way you beat Temple was clearly as the game sort of got a little bit in your favor in the second quarter you knew you were going to run, they knew you were going to run, and it didn't stop you from being able to run. Is that the ultimate satisfaction for an offensive line that basically the other guys know we're running at you and they still can't stop you? Oh, it was great. Um, after going long tempo drives, you can just look in the defensive, eyes, uh, defensive line's eyes and you can tell that they're just wearing down, they want to give up, they want to quit, and then we're still conditioned to go harder and even harder as the quarters progress. 33 career starts. I think that may be more than almost anybody on this team. That makes you one of the more experienced guys on this team. How much has that helped you? How much is that something that you try to take advantage of the fact that you've been in there maybe more than anybody? Uh, honestly, it's a blessing being able to play since my uh, true freshman year. Um, every day I come in still trying to work and still not feeling comfortable in my spot. Jacob Gall is a great uh, uh, athlete, a great guard, and he pushes me every day. But him playing also up to that level, he can easily start on this team as well. Um, but treating every day like it's my last day and not trying, trying to take anything for granted, 33 starts, everything's in the past now, but I want to keep that number growing and also keep our team success growing as well. How are you different as a player and a person from those days when you were starting as a freshman? Honestly, as a freshman, I was probably more scared than, than anything else. Um, playing Boston College my, as a true freshman was a great experience. I and mean, Going in there and playing at that high level of competition right away kind of broke me, broke me into that playing NCAA Division One football. Uh, and ever since then, it was, it's was it been great. Um, yes, there's been challenges, but that's growing pains, and I'm glad I had to go through those growing pains on the field. As the right guard for up until this season, you played all your games against one of the all-time greats here in James O'Hagan, one of the all-time great players, one of the all-time great leaders, personalities as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, how is it different playing with a new guy in Mike Nowitzki, and how much have you tapped into what you learned from O'Hagan that's helping maybe not only you, but helping make Mike a better player? 
honestly, being next to O'Hagan these uh, the three previous years were, were great. He taught me a lot of things. He showed me the ropes. Um, he brought me along, showed me film, how to watch film, how to break down your opponent, how to strain, how to be a dog inside the trenches. And then all I'm trying to do now is pass those values that O'Hagan passed on to me, onto Mike. And Mike's trending in a great direction. He's, uh, as a uh, redshirt freshman, he's going to be playing a lot of games here at UB as well, just like uh, James did. So it's just his time coming, and him learning behind James as well probably helped him a lot coming into this year. We haven't noticed Mike in there. That's the ultimate compliment for an <laughs> offensive lineman, isn't it? Oh, yeah. He's been doing a great job as a young guy. He's been learning patiently. He communicates very well. He's always eager to learn, always watching film, just like how Jimmy did. And I see Jim, a lot of Jimmy in him and how he plays, because I'm sure he was studying James last year as he was a freshman you are one of nine international players on this team one of i think four or five guys that come from canada um what's it like growing up in montreal which is a, one of the world's great cities um but what's it like growing up as a football player in montreal um it was great um my dad was my coach up until i was probably like 13 um I thought of it as normal football until I came to the States and realized how crazy you guys do it down here. <laughs> but I always loved it being one of the bigger kids back in my, in my hometown. I always thought football was a great sport. I wasn't much of a hockey player growing up, so I had to get my contact sport somehow. Um, but it was amazing. It's a very vibrant city, cultural. I didn't really miss it. I, I couldn't understand how much I'd miss the city until I actually left and came to Buffalo. But it's a wonderful place. Um, I'm just trying to build a football brand there and try to get more guys coming out of Montreal. Never any doubt that you wanted to come to America to play college. I mean, that, that was, you know, the CFL is great and all that. And there's some good football playing colleges in Canada. But was there ever a doubt? No, I've always wanted to gain a scholarship and take that burden off my family, get my education paid for. Um, now that I've been here for four years, having got my undergrad paid for, and then now I'm about to finish my uh, master's program, it's great. Um, but I always knew that I wanted to play Division One football at the highest level of college football. Um, all right, so congratulations on the academic stuff, too, and you're going to walk out of here with that degree. But have you thought a little bit about what the next steps may be? And, and you know, the CFL is, is near and dear to your heart. They're always looking for good offensive linemen with Canadian roots up there. Do you feel like you might have a chance to continue playing football? maybe back up north of the border? Uh, yeah, I've been told a lot since even before I came to UB that I'd have opportunities if I played throughout college that I have opportunity to play up north professionally. But my most, my, my main thoughts right now are mine of Ohio. Uh, CFO will always be there. Professional football will always be there. But playing college with my bros and my family on this team that I've made over the last four years will, will, are, is, is not forever. So I'm just focused on my tasks at hand day by day while I'm still in college. And then in December when I graduate, whatever opportunities lay for me, I'm ready for. All right. Well, then we'll wrap it up here with, uh, with talking about this game. It's the shift in the schedule where you go from non-conference to the MAC. We all know the significance of that. You're starting off with a really good MAC team that's been a really good rival. What are you thinking about? What are you making sure the guys are thinking about now that we have made this shift in the schedule? What's on my mind most is the last time we played at Miami of Ohio, we were down to our third string cornerback and they loaded the box against us. And I remember us being a more younger offensive line then. And now I'm more excited that we have a lot of guys who played a lot of games and are ready to go get payback in Miami of Ohio. Last time we played there was a, it was a disgrace, honestly, how we played. But now I'm just ready for us to take, uh, take them by the horns and show them what we're really about. All right, go out there, have a good game. Good luck on Saturday. Thank you, sir. More to come on the UB Football Insider Show. We'll shift it back to the defense and learn a little more about Bulls starting cornerback Apri Washington. That's next. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Bulls fans. This is Andy Santer for 
Castle. No matter where your car was made, no matter how you drive, your car will run cleaner with Castle. In NASCAR, we built and maintained our own race cars. In our race shops, you'd see busy bodies and Castle. We take it everywhere we go. So check out our great website at castlepackspower.com. You'll see why Castle packs power at castlepackspower.com. As the University of Buffalo's technology solutions provider, Comdoc worked together with UB to develop a comprehensive program that lowers overall printing costs by consolidating print resources and implementing initiatives that reduce waste. Choose the winning team and visit Comdoc.com or call 716-689-0202 to see how Buffalo's premier technology solutions provider can help you optimize your workflow. When you went car shopping, you meant business. You ace vehicle history searches and test drives. You out salesmen to the salesman. Now you've got your wheels. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. With 401k tips and smart saving strategies, you'll have the info you need to get more for your future. Go to aceyourretirement.org because when it comes to speeding past financial challenges, you're an ace. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. UB football's fueled by Chick-fil-A on Walden Avenue. That's right, Chick-fil-A is located right here in western New York and is the preferred post-game meal of UB football. Hey kids, be sure to come out to Kids Day at UB Stadium on Saturday, September 21st as your Buffalo Bulls take on Temple. The first 500 kids 12 and under will receive a special gift courtesy of Chick-fil-A. That's Saturday, September 21st for Kids Day as the Bulls take on the Temple Owls. Chick-fil-A, home of the original Chick-fil-A sandwich. Don't hibernate this winter. Participate. Check out Holiday Valley's money-saving ultimate passes for season-long ski and snowboard programs that start as low as $155. Catch the thrill on 60 slopes and trails, terrain parks, glades, steeps, and cruisers. Don't know how to ski or snowboard? The passes include lessons, too. Spend the winter skiing and riding at Holiday Valley in Ellicottville. It's just fun. Find out more at HolidayValley.com. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their length, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. Rolling on with the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. Buffalo's original pizzeria. Getting you ready for Saturday's game on the road. Bulls open Mac play against the Miami Redhawks. Don't forget, homecoming is a week from Saturday when the Ohio Bobcats come to town. Going to be a big stretch of games for the Buffalo defense and emerging as one of the leaders on the defense. Coming off a game where he had his first interception of the year is Bulls cornerback Apri Washington. Apri, let's start with the uh, first interception of the year for you. Take me through that play. How good did that feel? And I know it's been a little frustration for you guys not having any interception. So that had to really feel good. Yes, sir. It felt uh, great. It was a great opportunity. Um, I think I put myself uh, in a good situation on that particular play because we was in man coverage and I had seen, I noticed the route for film. So I had uh, sloughed off my man and actually went to the number two receiver and just made a great play on the ball. 
and uh, thank my teammates for being behind me because the week before, kind of was um, struggling a little bit, wasn't on my groove, just had to get back into it. So is that easy or not for, for a high-level player like yourself? You know, a game that you even admitted wasn't your best the week before, how easy is it to shut it down, turn it off, and refocus? Well, it's, it's pretty easy because over time you kind of train yourself to – get back in mode because at as at DB as a corner you have to have short term memory. Uh you can't let stuff dwell. You can't dwell on stuff. You're going to get caught on. You, you it's going to get a touchdown scored on. Even Deion Sanders got scored on, but it's how you back, bounce back. So, I think I had to look at it as just bounce back. The team needs you. Put yourself, put your pride to the side, whatever issues you dealt with that past game and just keep moving. How much had you guys as a group of DBs talked about the fact that there hadn't been a lot of takeaways and there hadn't been any interceptions yet? And then as you look back on it now to get three to each three of the four starters to get one, it, it, that's pretty good, isn't it? Yes, sir. We knew going into Temple Week that we had to come out strong. We we knew we wasn't making as much plays as we knew we could, and we know we got to trust our abilities. And I think uh, going into practice that week, we just had a different mindset. We were locked in on everything, you know, um, not taking anything away from scout team, but we tried to make sure we don't give up nothing easy, make them work as hard as they can for it. So I think uh, we were all locked in and, and focused on getting the turnover. The team need turnover. So your role starts to expand last year when you started to become, when you became a starter, you played a lot, and then you got banged up a little bit. But how much did getting in there, getting the chance to see what this game is all about and maybe convincing yourself if there needed to be any that you can play this game, how much did that help last year and how much has that made you a better player now? Oh, last year that helped a lot. I was able to get my feet wet. Um, I wasn't a true freshman. I was a redshirt freshman. Um, but it was a great opportunity. I got to play with guys like uh, Cameron Lewis, Tatum Slack, and Devon Russell before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. It was just like seeing them work every day made me be like, okay, I can't give in, give up nothing. I have to be locked and loaded at all times. The team depending on me to come in as a freshman and, and play just like as if it was a senior. So I know I couldn't let up stuff. And that led to this year just knowing more confidence um, getting that role of like a playing role, so I already know how the game feels and how Mac play will go and stuff like that out of conference game. So I think I was uh, well prepared from last year to this year. It was a big step. Cam Lewis is one of the all-time greats to play corner here at UB. Um, how much have you learned from him? How much do you tap into him? And now the fact that he's still here in town playing on the Bills practice squad, how much do you keep in touch with him? Oh, I, I learned a lot, uh, especially – like my redshirt year, I came in. I watched his technique and see how, cause I I was playing different technique in high school, then coming here. So I was seeing how um, the system worked here, and he was a great example to watch. And he was just he took me under his wing. He's not really a talkative person either, but he showed by example on the field. But if I had a question, he was open to answering it. And I still communicate with him today. Uh, just little stuff about what I can do, techniques that he learned in the league like what he's doing so far that I can use to help me now in college. What was it like playing high school football in Charlotte, North Carolina? You played a lot of offense as well down there too, didn't you? Yes, sir. It was uh, great. It's very competitive. It's shut down the whole city and everybody come out to the games. That's really the piece of the, of the city, you know, high school Friday night, football Friday nights. And offense, I think that helped me a lot in high school, being able to notice routes, recognize offenses, schemes. And I watched a lot of film at, at high school, like for against defenses so now I know what offense look for to score on defense so it makes it easier to pick up like as a def- uh, defensive back in college. What made the what was part of the decision I wanting to come up here and play? Well it was a long process in high school I did have 
a couple uh, bigger offers. A couple was for slot. A couple was for uh, corner and nickelback. But um, like I said, everything happened for a reason, and God just uh, made it possible for me to get uh, an opportunity to come to Buffalo. It was last second thing, like the day before signing day. Uh, I reached out to the coaches. Coaches reached out through a um, high school coach that I uh, played for, like seven on seven camps, and they actually were alumni here. And I was cool with Coach Naj Johnson, so mm-hmm. it was a smooth uh, transition, and. It just helped with the decision, and the coaches were um, willing to give me a shot. So you go way back with Nadja, who, again, is one of the all-time great corners here, right? So uh, how much – and he's still around now working for the Texans, being a scout. How much you tap into his knowledge? Oh, uh, I still keep in contact with him, uh, not as much as uh, I used to as when he was here because he travels a lot. He is doing uh, scouting, but when he was here, he was just telling me what I need to do to be a great player in this system and – um, making sure I was on top of everything I needed to be on. All right, so as we wrap up with you, Pre, what, do, what is it that you need to do to become an even better player? What is it that you are working on all the time to become that great player? I think the little things, um, just maybe film a room a little more, um, being more of a vocal leader because it's not just about me. Uh, as you can see, a couple of people go down. I got to help bring other guys on along on the way, like freshmen. So, because you never know when opportunity not. So, I think I could do better as a, a leader, but um, also just the little things. All right. Well, looking forward to continued great play from me. Good luck against Miami. Yes, sir. Thank you. We thank Capri Washington for getting a chance to hear from him and learn a little more about him. He is a key player on the Buffalo defense. Don't forget, the Bulls are on the road this Saturday at Miami, a noon kickoff that you can hear right here on ESPN 1520 and see on ESPNU. And then a week from Saturday, it's homecoming with the Ohio Bobcats coming to town for a 3.30 kickoff. Nerds gone wild. Take the concert stage in Stampede Square starting at 1.30. Make it a fun day at UB Stadium for homecoming 2019. When we come back, more to get you ready for this weekend's game when the UB Football Insider Show continues from Learfield IMG College. It's summer, but winter is on the way. And with that comes allergies. Here's Tropical Heating's president, Jerry Paleo, to tell you about his latest offer. Tropical Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can get a free furnace with the purchase of high-efficiency air conditioning. That's right. If you purchase your central air by the end of the month, You'll get a new furnace for free. That's a $2,500 value. And here's something else to sweeten your deal. If you purchase your high-efficiency air conditioner and get your free furnace, Jerry will give the first 10 callers a free duct cleaning. That's right, free duct cleaning. That's an $800 value. Hurry, offers end August 31st. Call us today at 870-0753 and experience the tropical treatment. Make your home your personal paradise with tropical Game day returns to UB Stadium on Saturday, October 5th when UB football team hosts Mack Rival Ohio for the annual homecoming game presented by Town Auto. Throws to the left, wide open, bullseye! Before kickoff, enjoy a tailgate concert by local 80s band Nerds Gone Wild along with food trucks, kid-friendly entertainment, and more. Round up your friends and family, wear your best blue and white to UB Stadium, and cheer on the Bulls. Kickoff is at 3.30 p.m. For tickets, call 1-877-UB-THERE or visit ubbulls.com. 
got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Uh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield IMG College. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. Final segment of the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold as we wrap up uh, a big win for the Bulls over Temple on Saturday and get you ready for this Saturday's game at Miami as we start Mid-American Conference play. Thanks to Coach, and hope you enjoyed listening to our three player guests, all great kids and all terrific speakers and all emerging as key players on this team. Always a key player on this show as Assistant Athletic Director for Communications, John Fuller. It's our Full of It segment. Before we get into some of the cool stats that you've come up for this game, um, Ladarius Mack, Thomas Jack Cordilla, a pre-Washington Terrific kids. I hope everybody enjoyed getting a chance to learn a little bit about who they are. Well, before we get to them, I was told I was being brought on the show strictly to critique Coach Leipold's dancing skills. Oh, yes. So... Yes, we, see, we, it's radio, so I didn't know how deep we wanted to get into it, but anybody can easily go on the Bulls' social media platforms and find Coach dancing after the game. Feel free to critique John. <laughs> well, it, 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 was, it was something. We'll put it that Are way. Are you calling yeah. the Dancing with the Stars producers and offering this well, up yet? You might have a second career. There's no doubt about that. It if, was uh, very impressive. Yeah. It was very, yes, very yeah. impressive. Definitely um, unique. Unique, I am the last person moves. to ever criticize or comment on anyone's dancing <laughs> abilities, so I felt like I wanted to stay away from it a little but bit. But getting back to those three yes. guys, yeah, Ladarius and uh, Tomas and Afri, just great representatives of our university and our football team. Just, and they're all, I mean, I mean, Tomas has been a starter for three, four years now, but but the other two, it's a pre Washington kind of came in and is un, not under recruited, but not not a lot of people knew about him coming in, and he stepped up to be, a, you know a really pivotal player on this team. And, and Ladarius Mack um, is really impressive. I mean, you come, you know, to come in, you read redshirt his first year, was really more of a situational guy last year, but to see him develop into what he's developed in is, is really impressive. And this is your credit to him and to this yeah. coaching staff. Yeah, and the headline from Ladarius's interview when I asked him about watching the Bears game tonight to watch his brother. He said, yeah, I'm going to tell him what he did wrong. And and tell me you didn't think, like, is there anything he ever does wrong in those games? But I thought that was that was pretty neat. Okay, speaking of the defense and Ladarius Mack in a pre-Washington, number one right now in the Mack in total D and climbing the national ranks in run defense, John. Yeah, so the Bulls lead the Mack uh, in rush defense, averaging giving up only 83 yards per game. That ranks in 16th nationally. But I think what's most impressive is they've held their last three opponents to under 100 yards rushing. That includes Penn State. So they only allowed 78 yards to Penn State, 76 yards to Liberty, and only 31 against Temple. And it really numbers probably would have been even lower, except you know, Robert Morris pretty much in the, in the opener, all they did was run the ball. They gave up 148 yards, but they only had maybe I think 10 pass attempts in that game total. So really just impressed with the way the Bulls have really been able to control the line of scrimmage uh, really on both sides of the well, ball. Well, sure. On, on the other side, the, the Bulls are amongst the best running teams in the match. Yeah, so the Bulls really you know, and, and be able to do it almost as a two-headed monster, right? So, so both Jared Patterson, Kevin Marks, who we knew were both going to be good coming into the season, were really good last year, uh, are both in the top five in rushing in the Mid-American Conference. Jared Patterson is third, uh, averaging 83 yards per game, and uh, excuse me, 90 yards a game, and Kevin Marks is, is fifth, averaging almost 80 yards a game. So, you know, both of the guys have just been great. 
Uh, and Jared Patterson is already starting to sneak up on some of the all-time lists as far as touchdowns. Yeah, well. the kid just has a nose for the end zone. Already has 18 rushing touchdowns in his career through 18 games, and his next rushing touchdown will put him um, in the top 10 in school history in rushing touchdowns. In you know, in what? Uh, 18 in 18 games? games. I'm sorry, he has 17 <laughs> now. His next year is 18th, but in right. 18 career games, right. 17 touchdowns, which how, is. Just... How about one of the coolest things that came out of the game on Saturday was Jarrett saying it's the first game he's ever played without his brother. Yeah, at any level. How about that? That's amazing. Yeah, it's it's, it's it is amazing. I'm glad we have both of them, but uh, yeah, you know, hopefully, hopefully, we'll have James back uh, this week. I'm a little banged up for last game, but hopefully, he's back in uh, back on the field this right. Saturday. And then maybe uh, a coach had you scurrying for the record book when it comes to field goals when he uh, let Jackson Ball to roll out there and try and make that 52-yarder in How about the first that? quarter. First, not only is your first career field goal, it's your first career field goal attempt. Just rolls out there. Yeah, you know, your first career attempt to kick a 52-yarder. <laughs> and he drilled it. I mean, he made yes. that by, I, mean, I would think, that would, that would clear by a good five, six, seven yards. And uh, not only was a 52-yarder, but he tied the school record at the FBS level for a career for the longest field goal at 52 yards. Those uh, bulls that remember uh, John Rahuna, uh, back in, in 2010 um, was uh, was the other bull that kicked a 52-yarder. Uh, the all-time school record was uh, made by Gerald Carlson, uh, who kicked when the Bulls were a Division Three program back in the early to mid-'80s. He had a 54-yarder, I think, in 1983. Right, yeah. Uh, Gerald was a great kicker as well, too. So, yeah, so a lot of cool stuff that went on and a lot of cool stuff that's going to continue to go on. It all starts with Mid-American Conference play on Saturday when the Bulls go to Miami. And then the following Saturday, they are back home for the annual showdown with the Ohio Bobcats. That's going to be fun. We'll have a lot to talk about as far as that game goes as well, too. That's a 3.30 kickoff at UB Stadium a week from Saturday. But, John, we'll see you on the road to Ohio this weekend. Thanks for the insight, as always. And uh, uh, I think we're all looking forward to getting into the MAC play and seeing what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, looking forward to it. All right, John Fuller is the Assistant Athletic Director for Communications. He always provides us with the tidbits you need to know in our Full of It segment. So once again, we'll talk to you from Oxford, Ohio on Saturday. You can hear the game right here on ESPN 1520. You can see it on ESPNU, and you can sync it up if you want to watch the video. But listen to myself, Scott Wilson, and Brad Ryder bring you the game broadcast. You can do that as well, too. Pre-game show gets started at 11. Game kicks off at noon from Jaeger Stadium in Oxford, Ohio. It's the Bulls and the Miami Redhawks on Saturday. And we will talk to you next Monday when we break that down and preview the Ohio game right here on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield IMG College. On the UB Sports Network, from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, UB Football Insider has been presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB partners, Town Automotive Group, T-Mobile, Comdoc, Pepsi, Nike, AdPro Sports, WIVB Channel 4, and WNLO Channel 23. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the UB Sports Network.